man, he got some good news for you. Hey, everybody, gather near. The doctor's in the house, so lend him your ear. The things he can say might even make your day. He might even help your pain go away. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. Ladies and gentlemen, the doctor is in the house. Hello, everyone. This is Dr. Ron, host of Dr. Ron, unfiltered, uncensored in our sixth season. Thank you for your support and your listening. And uh, to our international uh, listeners, thank you very much for taking the time. This program contains general medical information. The medical information heard on this program is not advice and should not be treated as such. You are encouraged to confirm any information obtained from this program with other sources and review all information regarding any medical condition or treatment with your physician. And again, I want to thank Feed a Spot, who has listed us in the top 50 of Dr. Podcasts on the web. Thank you so much, FeedSpot. And if you go to feedspot.com, you'll see all of our podcasts. So let's get on. I do welcome you with an attitude of gratitude because grateful people are happier, less depressed, less stressed, and more satisfied with their relationships. And I continue to tell you, please use your logic and imagination so you can sift through sift through all the BS that's going on right now. And I'm not going to talk about uh, the certificate of vaccination called COVID today. But don't be scared of the Delta Scarian. It's not a variant. It is Scarian. 99.99% survival. Even Dr. Rand Paul is uh, tweeting that out now. There's a, it's, it is more contagious, but it is not deadly. Every mutation gets less deadly. So <clears throat> the Scarian is being used to abuse us, and it's being, we're being schooled and fooled, and uh, they want to have a pill for every one of our ills. Look, so today here, as some of you know, I live in Southwest Florida and we have this tropical storm passing. <clears throat> and I got to thinking, here I am at my computer and uh, I haven't just talked enough about electromagnetic fields and Wi-Fi. So let's just uh, bring you up to date and, and see where we are. 
Here's an excerpt from uh, Peter Asma's book, Introduction to Energy in California. He says, quote, remember when people who spoke of cigarettes causing cancer were derided as being alarmist nuts? So if you do remember that, you're at least 55. Anyway, today, people who assert that there could be, let alone that there is a risk associated with cell phone use, are viewed as a bit wacky. Well, the Marlboro man, he died of lung cancer, and it appears there is a growing body of information to suggest that the Nokia man might be saddled with dementia and Alzheimer's, among others, for that privilege. Consider these findings. 3% of the population may have severe reactions to electromagnetic fields, thought by some to shorten your life. Young people who start using cell phones before the age of 20 have a five-fold increase in brain cancer risk. And as an aside, it is on the side that they most like, they usually use their cell phone. Up to one-third of the population may suffer from electrical hypersensitivity from EMF exposure. We can't get complacent about this energy field that we can't see. And uh, the computers, laptops, desktops, tablets can be a source of significant electromagnetic field exposure. From your computer screen, from like the electronics inside the computer and the wireless components. This bioinitiative report that I've talked about in the past from 2012 recommends a precautionary level of 0 0.03 to 0.05 volts per meter. You'll see it as V slash M. Okay, so radio frequency radiation from iPads, guess what they are? One V per M, one volt per meter, with spikes to six volts per meter. And when you do the math, that's 20 times more than the precautionary level recommended by the Bioinitiative Report. And prolonged exposure to fields of 2 milligauss and above have been associated with cancer and immune system effects. Some laptops emit as much as 150 milligauss. And if you're exposed to just two, you're, you have decreased immunity and other effects uh, that we'll talk about. So, you know, we're home uh, at our laptops, uh, at our computers, and, uh, you know, we just don't, don't think about this. So we're facing a, a health threat by the EMFs. And we talked about, you know, Dr. Furstenberg's book, The Invisible Rainbow, you know, the electrical effects and how it's, it's invisible. We take it for granted so we don't even think about it. So we have a health threat from the radiation from our cell phones, our Wi-Fi routers, our Bluetooth devices, you know, our hearing aids. A lot of people don't talk about hearing aids hooked right up to our, right next to our brain. And you won't find many people that say, oh, don't worry about it. You know, put those earbuds in your ear. You're not going to have a problem. Well, again, just like they uh, said, the uh, genetic shot was, was safe. And we're finding out there's thousands of deaths from it.
you know, 6,000 reported, which is only 1%, probably 60 plus thousand deaths from the shot. So Lloyd Burrell says there are five scientific facts proving EMFs are not safe. One, many leading EMF scientists say EMFs should be classified as a class one definite carcinogen, just like we talked about smoking and asbestos. Number two, the best functional medicine doctors in the world, like Dr. Dietrich Klinghart. He's an MD and a PhD. He, they have observed that EMFs are a very at the very root cause of many mysterious symptoms, like in people that can't sleep, people that are tired all the time, people that get depressed, and people that have problem, problems with their digestion. It could be EMF, ladies and gentlemen. New technologies like 5G networks are being rolled out at a frantic pace, while no, zero, no biological studies prove their safety. And remember, we talked about Northern Italy, where the whole whole, uh, certificate of vaccination ID program started. They had 5G being installed. They had glyphosate and biodiesel fuels sprayed on them. And they had a new quadrivalent flu vaccine, which has graphene in it. So, and then it was this, this 5G is the activator. EMF safety standards have, haven't been updated, guess what, since 1996. And only they were only based on short-term exposure to one device. So you know, most of us have more than one device. We have a tablet. We have a, a Wi-Fi router. And growing children's brains are especially at risk as their head absorbs twice the radiation compared to adults. And even with that, back, the latest survey actually was back in 2014, and it showed that 75% of four-year-old children possess their own cell phones. So as it's been said, you can choose not to smoke, and you can even choose to avoid secondhand smoking. But how do you avoid getting involved with secondhand EMF radiation? which is literally everywhere. Every place has a hot spot. Every place you go. And every time we go to the next generation of Wi-Fi, we are being exposed to EMFs exponentially, which means they keep getting stronger and wider spread. So that's the... uh, that's the gist of it. I mean, that that it's it's really scary when you really when you think about it. And then there's a study. You know, we haven't talked much about the vagus nerve, but the vagus nerve is the longest nerve of your body. And now, a recent study that I sh- uh, read revealed EMFs impact your vagus nerve. Impact your vagus nerve. We have talked about how the vagus nerve influences your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system. We talked about how it travels into the gut and and when they uh, cut it in mice and they give mice certain certain various uh, gut bacteria, the ones with the intact vagus nerve get Parkinson's, the ones with the cut uh, vagus nerve do not. So it's a very important uh, 
nerve. And, uh, you know, in, in this study, if they grounded someone, proper electrical grounding improved the health. So if you're exposed to it, you have this imbalance between your sympathetic and parasympathetic nervous system, and it keeps you hyped up or too tired. That's be that could be because of EMFs. And this, your vagus nerve, as it says, the longest nerve in the body, it originates in your brain and winds through almost every organ in your body. And it can control the sympathetic and parasympathetic switch. So digestion, detoxification, immunity are only turned on when you're in a parasympathetic state. But you know, when you're in that sympathetic state of fight or flight, you know what happens, right? You're on the sick side. So again, I'm just on today just to give you some background, make you think about it. And this vagus nerve, it, it goes both ways. You know, it goes from the brain to the gut and from the gut to the brain, it's bi-directional. It's a super highway between your brain and the majority of your internal organs. And if it's not in good shape, you're, you're, you will have a disrupted, met disrupted metabolism. So just, just living in this world we're living in uh, can lead to overstimulation of your nervous system. And because we're so stimulated every day by, especially by people that watch television, you become desensitized to chronic stress. And over time, this can lead to a low vagal tone. And this can then be linked to mental and physical health issues, including that chronic inflammation, the root of most diseases, neurodegeneration, you know, how many people are now are getting Parkinson's and multiple sclerosis. And I have a dear friend with myasthenia gravis. Uh, I've also had a dear friend just die from ALS, Lou Gehrig's disease. So this poor vagal tone also results in poor gut function. You know, the third brain, it affects your immunity and it has been associated with cancer. And some of you have heard who listen to this program and others like mine about the leaky gut. But you can never fully heal a leaky gut without optimizing your vagus nerve function. And this vagus nerve beside everything else, it really is intricately connected with anxiety and your mood and your immunity. Very important nerve in our body. You know, when we hear the term, it, it, this disease is refractory to treatment. You know what it means? It means that 
the treater has not gotten to the root cause. It just means medications aren't work working. So, you know, nothing we can do. You're refractory. Well, who has been thinking about that it could be Wi-Fi or electromagnetic field radiation? So, uh, you know, if people that there are people now that are just specializing in, uh, in treating the vagus nerve. But you know what? They really have to get tuned into the Wi-Fi. Because vagal term, you know, it can regulate everything. So, uh, there were a few things I wanted to tell you. That is one of them. And the other, which is really important. And I started a program out at the beginning of the Certificate of Vaccination ID pandemic. And I, I talked about how high-tech devices could be poisoning you. And uh, what I talked about was this. Our ancestors fought in wars, famines, blizzards, epidemics, and they survived. Doesn't it seem like today everything makes us sick? Everything from food allergies to autoimmune disorders. We don't seem to have the tolerance or resistance that our ancestors had. And that doesn't, doesn't that get me upset every time I see like the phony Fauci's of the world dismiss our own immune systems, our God-given innate immune systems to sell genetically, genetic jabs, genetic changing jabs. But you know, to be on the, to give us all some, a little bit of a break, we're dealing with something our forefathers did not. And that is what we're talking about today. That's a relentless surge of electromagnetic waves. It's hard to, to, get, to get away from. You know, let's just wipe, uh, wrap yourself up in tinfoil, huh? So we have the smartphones. We have microwaves. We have microwave radiation from the new 5G. We have Bluetooth. We have routers. We have wireless uh, technologies like printers and, and, and speakers and what have you. And they damage us at a cellular level. We get these free radicals formed. And when they start forming, they start breaking down our DNA. They start interfering with our mitochondria, which are the energy of our cells. You know, and then you get these mysterious symptoms and your doctor said, well, there's nothing I could do. It's all in your head. Or I've tried all the antidepressants and sleep pills and whatever. So we live in a very highly inflammatory environment. huh? We're assaulted a lot. But there's a way around it. And one of the ways that I'll talk about is reconditioning your gut. So I start out the program by saying 3%. That was from an article three years ago. But now 10 to 15% of all people could be hypersensitive to electric and magnetic fields, EMFs. 
And we never really know because no you know, people aren't healthcare providers are not used to thinking about it. And uh, you know, our government is not doing anything about it. They're they're beholding to the to, to the lobbies. So what do our our scientists have to solve this problem? And you know what? They've developed something that can reverse the effects of EMF exposures. And I've been talking about this, and I've been asking this company to supply me a speaker for the program, but they don't. But I'm still not. I'm, I still think they have a great product. It's a special kind of probiotic. A lot of people don't understand that our gut bugs communicate with each other. And there's more, more DNA from our bugs than from ourselves, from humans. But these, our gut bugs communicate with each other and with the immu- our immune system because 80% of our immune system is in our gut. And how do they do that? They do that by em- emitting their own electromagnetic waves. So how, where do EMFs come in here? Well, they can scramble those signals and they're at a very low frequency. So they, they can disrupt this delicate gut balance. So we have to keep our gut colonized. But regular probiotics generally are not powerful enough to overcome this constant electromagnetic assault. Because a lot of them get killed off in our stomach by the acids before they ever get to the part where to the part of our digestive tract where they are needed. But as I've been talking about for a year and a half, spores, probiotics that contain spores. These spores are so tough, their protective shell helps them to survive the stomach acid. And guess what? They can even survive antibiotics. They're called spore biotics. They stay dormant in even the harshest of environments. But when they reach your large intestine, they wake up and they get to work. They reestablish your gut microbiome. They enhance other good bugs in your gut. They help in repairing damage in your gut's mucosal barrier. We talked about that leaky gut. They're part of the answer. They improve how nutrients are absorbed. They can have a role in balancing that cytokine pro and anti-inflammatory molecule. We've heard about that cytokine storm with the certificate of vaccination ID thing that went on. They can help reset an overactive immune system by increasing our immunity and our immune tolerance and affecting our vagus nerve. This helps us and our immune system to better tolerate what the environment throws at us, which means you're less likely to get sick as a result of a toxic onslaught that is associated with the kind of modern living that we're doing today.
So if you have some symptoms like heart rhythm problems, or you're, you don't feel very virile, your, your mood is imbalanced, you're fatigued, this might help. Again, I get nothing from the, the this lab, okay? I've been using their product and recommending it. There may be others, but I like this one. It's been, it's been uh, with me for now a year and a half. It's called Megaspore Biotic. The company won't even uh, give me a, a speaker, but be that as it may, I think their product is worth looking into. And you know, it doesn't have 100 million or 100 billion bacteria, but it has five gut-friendly microbes that are important. And that's all we need. Okay. I don't know whether you can buy it on the internet now. I know it used to be only available through uh, through docs. They can give you a code for it. You have to look it up. Megaspore. And they can complement your regular probiotics. Okay. I'm not saying you have to do away with them, but, you know, the other thing you have to do, of course, is to reduce your electrical magnetic radio frequency exposure. Turn that Wi-Fi off at night. Go to a less damaging form of electromagnetic fields. Don't put that cell phone up to your head. Does that make sense to you? So, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I just want to bring this to your attention. That's all. Just so you know what, what the heck's going on. And your gut microbiome. I mean, they, that is so important. So important. It's a collection of microbes. You know, it says it's bacteria, it's fungus. Fungi, I guess I should say, viruses living in our gut. A wide variety, trillions of them. More bacteria and viruses than our human cells. Believe that? And the number keeps changing, so I'm not going to give you a number, but there's more, more, more microbes than, than human cells. And they really do play a role in our body. And if there's an imbalance, then we get infections, immune disorders, and inflammation. It can affect our aging. It can affect everything. You know, that's why they, they say vaginal births are better than, than cesarean section because the baby comes out of the vagina and is populated with the mother's bacteria right away. So they can start developing their own. Because by the time of, of one year of age, each individual develops a unique bacterial pro profile. And the adult structure of the gut microbiome occurs at the third year of life. There's some changes in that micro when, when, when you go through puberty and it's different between men and women. But the adult composition is relatively stable. Although life events can change it. So what kind of roles does your gut microbiome play? And why is it 
important that we reduce our electromagnetic field. It has to do with vitamin production. It, like I say, can affect the gut-brain axis, which can affect not only our cognitive function, but our behavioral function. The vagus nerve, various chemicals are, you know, are, are, uh, so both our cognitive and behavioral can help us reduce uh, with stress. It helps that that one cell layer of our in, of our intestine that is our intestinal barrier. So it keeps the bad guys out and lets the good guys get in. The gut microbiome is important for irritable bowel syndrome. You know, if you have food idiosyncrasies, can even influence your weight, according to some studies. In type two diabetes, it could influence your insulin sensitivity. May have something to do with heart and liver health. Definitely with our immunity. Since 70 to 80% of our immune cells live in the gut, our third brain. And they interact with our T cells. Remember, our T cells are the first line of defense and they have memory. If you have had a viral infection, like a coronavirus infection, those T cells remember that. So there's probably more people that have resistance to the uh, COVID, the Certificate of Vaccination ID, virus, because of previous coronavirus infection, or your T cells re- remember that. So these microbiome can help us with infections and parasites, inflammation, allergies, asthma, autoimmunity. They just did a study of eight children with type one diabetes and found they had less stable and less diverse microbiome than their healthy peers. So type one diabetics early on might be helped. And of course the autoimmune diseases like rheumatoid arthritis and maybe autism, we don't know, but I mean, they are studying that and there are studies in my library about that. But definitely Parkinson's disease, 144 live people, not not mice. They found they have altered gut microbiome. So you know, maybe there's more attention should be paid to supplementation of park of uh, the microbiome, both with prebiotics, probiotics, and, and megaspores in Parkinson patients. And definitely, there's a there's a problem around that I see the chronic fatigue, everybody feeling tired all the time. Uh, But patients with chronic fatigue syndrome have a decreased diversity of their microbiome. So you really see how how the gut is important not to get off on doing a lot and, and talking a lot about the gut microbiome. But if you're the EMF affects us in a bad way, what's going to happen? And the EMF can activate deadly viruses. I mean, we, you know, we'll get into that more in more depth another time, especially these retroviruses that uh, uh, Dr. Mikovits and Dr. Rosetti talk about. They, they're dormant in our body all the time, but 
exposure to EMFs could, could wake them up and make us sick. Well-established a link between EMFs and chronic illnesses and retroviruses. So, the Epstein-Barr virus, ladies and gentlemen, is a retrovirus that could be influenced by electromagnetic fields. Yeah, that's been associated with mono, but it could also associate it with chronic fatigue. Dr. Dietrich Klinghart, he's an MD and a PhD. He realizes there may be no end to this bucket of retroviruses. And anything and these viruses are embedded in our DNA. We come in with them. And they're silenced because of a couple chemical reactions that take place. You may have heard of methylation. One is methylation, one is acetylation. But you know what? When exposed to Wi-Fi or cumulative exposure to electromagnetic fields, now these viruses are set free. He studied that in depth. So we have the gut microbiome, we have the retroviruses all being affected by EMF. Our third brain where 70 to 80% of our immune cells are located. Very important. And this genome in our, this microbiome has all the information that is required for us to live long and healthy lives. But we're exposed to this Wi-Fi day in and day out, 24-7. We have to, we have to really be careful. as I talked about, inhibiting bacterial growth, in, enhancing the bacteria to antibiotics, how sensitive they will be, and so forth. And 5G, that's, that's a whole new, new, new subject. That's going to eviscerate the microbes' DNA inside of us as human beings. That is going to be devastating. So many people are going to get sick. You know, the human DNA has a resonance. You know, like when you hit a key on a piano, uh, other other strings can can resonate, can play along with it. You can hear more than one sound. The human DNA resonates between fifty four and seventy eight gigahertz. Oxygen has a, a a gigahertz rating of sixty sixty gigahertz. You see. And what's EMF? Well, EMF is between 24 and 95 gigahertz. So our 60 gigahertz oxygen molecule, you know, it's right in there. Could get destroyed. You wonder why people are feeling tired. Wonder why 
healthcare providers are not talking to clients about EMF, you know, and, and you know, it isn't just a Wi-Fi, it's air conditioners. If you have uh, electric heating in your floor, fluorescent lighting, uh, cordless phones, they probably emit more electromagnetic fields than, than our cell phones. And of course, we have our TV and computers. And then in our bedroom, people watch television, have the blue light and all that. Those EMFs going around. Decreasing our melatonin. And of course, people aren't sleeping. And I guess there's still some people using electric bank blankets. I don't know. They keep electric clocks too, bed, too close to their bed. Of course, when you use a hairdryer, you don't use it for a long period of time. But you know what? You have it right on your head, right? Is this making any sense to you, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, because it is scary because it's there. It's invisible. We don't see it. So just to wrap this up, just to make you aware, avoidance and protection. And the airplane mode on your cell phone could be your friend. It could be your best friend. Because it will, it shuts off those electromagnetic fields. Yeah, you won't be able to get a call, but you know, you don't have to be available 24 seven. Especially you don't want to walk around with your cell phone in your pocket switched on day in and day out. You're zapping yourself. You're the men. You're zapping your testicles. You're zapping, zapping your your sperm. You're hurting yourself. And remember, cell phones have three or four different kinds of wireless, right? Three G, four G, five G, Bluetooth. That's all all Wi Fi. It's all EMF. But you put it put your phone in airplane mode and you deactivate the Wi Fi and Bluetooth, huh? You should really be limiting your calls to those that are absolutely necessary. And if you do call, please use the speakerphone or use AirTube headsets. Keep that phone away from your brain. Keep that phone away from your ear. Because the further away, the less the damage. If you just double the distance from your head, your exposure to EMF goes down four times. Don't keep your cell phone in, in, in your bedroom at night. Keep it away. And if you don't have a lot of bars, you have to go into areas of poor reception, that your cell phone really is working very hard. And they can ramp up their emissions thousand, a thousandfold. Not good for you. And just remember, there are studies linking EMF exposure and it, its biological effects to cancer, cardiovascular disease, depression, premature aging, epilepsy, autism, leukemia, brain tumors, sterility, infertility, insomnia, behavioral problems in children, tinnitus. How many people now have ringing in their ears? It's, it's really, that's, that's, the, that's a, a epidemic and nervous system diseases. And you can't feel these things. And just because you can't feel them don't mean you're not being affected by that. 
So you'll have to go online and see how you want to protect yourself. There are things you can do. Bluetooth is wireless. It can affect you. And 432 Hertz uh, Bitcoin is a whole program. It's a whole program that we could do on, on just that, that frequency, and, and we will do it. And how over time, the, uh, we've, we've changed a lot of our music to different, different frequencies also. But today is a day I just wanted to talk about electromagnetic fields uh, because it's a dreary day here in Southwest Florida with that storm hitting us. Uh, but uh, Bitcoin, you have my word, we will uh, do a show on the, on the different frequencies because uh, that is the new, the, the way we have to be treating in the future uh, by using quantum entanglement and uh, going back to the old right frequencies. Okay, and... Uh, you know about them, and we can talk about them. I've been writing some papers on them. Uh, and heavy metal, yeah, heavy metals are, are yeah, they they act like antennas. That's why I tell people try and avoid implants. Try and avoid, especially, you know, I, I hate to, t I didn't want to talk about the uh, CO, the uh, certificate of vaccination ID today, but, you know, it, it apparent, apparently from some Spanish researchers, it has graphene oxide in it. And most of the vaccine, most of the vaccine is graphene oxide. What an antenna that can be. And, it, and it, at body temperature, it can be controlled by 5G. Again, where's the transparency? And I've heard a Neuralink. We'll talk about that because I could go on for another hour and I'm, I just don't want to do that right now. But a good, good questions. But I will promise you to talk about the different frequencies, especially, you know, the frequency of DNA. I'd love to talk to you, Bitcoin, but I, I have a time constraint now. But just, just check out uh, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored, here on Podbean, and I'll, I'll, I'll let everyone know in advance, a week in advance when we do a frequency show. All right, so ladies and gentlemen, I hope you learned something today. And uh, and yes, I'm, I'm glad for the suggestion. If you have any more suggestions, you could also drop me a note at docronradio at gmail.com, docronradio at gmail.com. You know, parasites have a frequency, fungi have a frequency. Uh, we can, and, and you can develop a frequency uh, like a Tesla card to combat the bad frequencies. You could have a Tesla card that has the molecular weight of melatonin in it. You can sleep with it at night. I mean, there's so much we can do naturally, but every time that happens, the big pharma comes after uh, physicians that do that. And, uh, and they get either, you know, like I can't, I can't put a show on YouTube anymore. So I don't, all my shows go to uh, uh, rumble and MeWe and Coldcast because just last week's show, it was mainly on fluoride, but they put it away, you know, because they didn't want to hear that fluoride causes your bones to get weak and you get a fractured hip. And, you know, two years after that, if you're elderly, you die statistically. 
But again, thank you, everybody. Thank you, Dr. T. I see you were on there today. Thank you for, for listening. Thank you, Bitcoin and, and the other people that joined us live uh, broadcast. I don't, I probably should do more of these. Uh, I don't do enough of them, but uh, great, great, great. And I want to thank Bitcoin. Bitcoin. I mean, uh, excellent, uh, inform, you know, an excellent question. I could spend a, a lot of time answering these frequencies, especially as it regards music and, uh, the healing frequencies that Qigong masters used. It's, I mean, it's an incredible field. Like you could spend a year on it. And Qigong masters spend their lives uh, on, on the, uh, just on frequencies. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. And Freddie will take us home. And we'll see you next time. And Bitcoin, we will give you a week's notice. Ciao. Hey, everybody. Dr. Ron's finished for the day. I hope you got some good wisdom for what the man had to say. If it's all about good health, he's the man you got to see. He has a lot more answers for you. So tune in next week when the doctor is in the house. Or when the doctor is in the house. And let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you. I'm sure he can tell you just what to do. The doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. So if you have a pain, call the doctor. If you have a strain, call the doctor. Let the doctor know what's bothering you when the doctor is in the house. The doctor is in the house. See you next week. <laughs>